Bill McMahon from Makeable Bob Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bill McMahon, along with Steve Sargent. Glad you're here, buddy. Thank you. Glad so to be here. Always good to have you. Uh, likewise. So, glad to be here. Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's really 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 awesome. So I was glad to see you at the concert of prayer yes. to the other week. I yeah, was really thank, cool. And, and I want to take the time out to thank the Eagleville Bible Church for being such great hosts. Oh, we're and glad this to is do like, it. How many years now has it been here? Um, maybe four. Maybe I don't know how many years. Oh my goodness! I mean, that we've been doing it here has been quite a few because Steve did it for when he was on the board okay. for quite a few years. Six. It really, it's been more. Like, just a really, really great experience. Yeah. The atmosphere is great. It's good to come together with so many people from across. The as county. long as we can fit it, I mean, they're always welcome to come. And you're on the board, so, I mean, you yes. know that, and you can pass it along. I told Ryan that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you guys want to use it, I mean, we're always going to be open to hosting it. That's great. So, and know, the food, might I add. Yeah. The breakfast was really good. It's really good. Really good. I know. I yeah. wish I had more time to eat it. <laughs> Talking to people so much, like, man, I wish I could spend a little bit more time eating this food because it is actually pretty good. But one of the things I want to talk about was anxiety because it's such a thing, you know. Do you, okay, you and I are both, you know, well along in years, you know, say we're not spring chickens <laughs> anymore, right? Chronologically advanced. Chronologically yes. advanced, wise. Um, you hear so much about mental health issues and anxiety today all the time. I mean, from kids talk about it all the time. Well, you know, I have mental health issues or I have anxiety and you're creating anxiety. And you think of these men, I mean, there's men, young men and well, I have anxiety. I have, and I, I don't remember ever, ever hearing about any, I, I would hear about nervous breakdown sometimes. Yeah. Like somebody might have a nervous oh, yeah. breakdown. Like I would hear about that on occasion, but I never heard such talk of everyone being so worried about how they felt or mm-hmm. as they are today. Yeah. It is a different day than it was like when I was coming up and not to say that some people didn't have issues, uh, mental right. health issues. Um, they, they are more aware of them nowadays and, right everyone just here's what I look at it like I think according to how they diagnose you um I know I probably have something to I mean for real if you follow the formula that's used today I'm everyone sure has I do. Them, yeah it's something right but to make it a crutch in your life right that's a whole different level right and I always use that as an example I don't know if you ever saw the movie Ray about Ray Charles I don't know if I did. Well, you know, he was, uh, Jamie Foxx played him, okay. you know, as an adult, at least. He wasn't born blind. He he probably was like 10 years old when he got uh, glaucoma. He lost his sight. And it went gradually, probably over two or three years. Right. Meanwhile, his mom told him, and now you're talking back in the, probably the 40s or something, um, which is almost like primitive times nowadays. Right. Don't let anybody make a cripple out of you. Right. Because just because you can't see doesn't mean you don't you can't learn how to live like right. how to take care of yourself. Right. Um, so he she sent him away to a school where he learned how to function, you know, read Braille, um, things of that nature. Even how you how do you fold your money? Right. So you know, like in your wallet or in your pocket, what a five is or a one or a twenty. 
there's a way they do all of that and how to get around it. They didn't have like nowadays you go to a lot of elevators and it's in Braille, the numbers, the floors. Right. Mm-hmm. There was none of that then. Right. But yet he survived and obviously he was a musician and an entertainer and very successful eventually. But he learned how to play and what have you when he was blind. Right. Because he listened to what his mother said. And I think with all of the challenges they label us with nowadays, it shouldn't serve as, oh, because you have whatever mental maybe or emotional diagnosis, you cannot function. Right. You are therefore like done, go sit down, go home and sit down and call it a day. That's what I don't agree with. I I would say that not only is it sometimes becoming a crutch, it's becoming, and probably kind of along the way you mean it too, an excuse. Yeah. Is becoming an excuse to not get out in class, an excuse to stay in your house, an excuse to not engage, an excuse to why can't, you know, because I have this kind of stuff. You didn't, it was, I grew up on a sink or swim day. I mean, it's, you didn't have time to be thinking about this stuff. There was no such thing as social media, which was probably way better. There were plenty of issues to think about just in your normal human relationships with the kids you get in fights with walking up and down the street and everything mm-hmm. else who became your friends later in life, yeah. actually. But right. uh, you, you would have all kinds of stuff where, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to think about, but we didn't have time to think about that kind of stuff. It was a matter of, no, you got to get out and work. You've got to help support your family. Mm-hmm. You got bills, there's bills to pay. This is about survival. I like those days. Like yeah. I like those days where we weren't so affluent that we had time to second guess and question everything and freak ourselves out. Mm-hmm. Am I, you know, today's kids have to grow up and wonder at boys, am I really a boy? Girls, am I really a girl? Maybe I'm a boy. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. That honest to goodness, like that would have never been a consideration unless somebody was like really out there. Oh yeah. Not right. even a, a consideration at all. Of course you're a boy. Look at yourself. Yeah. You see in a mirror. Mm-hmm. It's not hard <laughs> to know if you're a boy or not. And I have a way, by the way, to just settle this whole debate mm-hmm. in this country. Just forget about the genders and all that stuff. Just have their bathroom, boy parts bathroom, girl parts bathroom. I don't care what you think your gender is. <laughs> Boy parts, sports, girl parts, sports. doesn't matter what your gender is. Mm. If you have girl parts, this is your sport. If you have boy parts, this is your sports. How yeah. about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Just go by the plumbing. You know what I'm saying? The plumbing dictates, you know, where you're going to go to the bathroom because that would just iron all of it out. Mm-hmm. Then you wouldn't have all these debates. Like, we're not talking about your gender. Right. We're talking about your, this, this urinal is here for boy plumbing stuff. Not girl plumbing stuff, right? Yeah. So if that's your plumbing, go there. Yeah, that. <laughs> I was just even it out. In the simple world, that makes sense. Right. We have unfortunately turned to a not so simple society anymore. Right. And um, uh, it, yeah, it makes me feel old. I will tell you that. It really does make yeah. me feel old. Because you hear my parents, especially my dad, who was old enough to be my grandfather, the generation they grew up in. Versus the one I grew up in. Right. That was, you know, so different from then and now. And then now from where I came from and what it is like now. But uh, the main thing is people are people. Right. And I don't think um, really we're all products of how we were raised. Right. We may be raised in a certain environment with a certain belief or not. um, And that sticks with you. You can determine to follow that or not as you, especially as you get older, but we are all products of that. Right. I think that, um, People need to realize that we're, there's a purpose in our life, you know, God purpose in right. our life. And regardless of how we came here or what is it? That a lawnmower? Lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
Steve's hearing the lawnmower like hit the side of the building. I know along. what that was like. Okay, the, the EFAS is broken along the base of the building. I'm like, yeah, well, you. <laughs> you guys are used to that. <laughs> in the city, that's a different sound. In the yeah, sorry. so if people would take to learn, and we don't all teach this right. uh, to our children and what to walk into the calling where God right. has made you right. or called you to, even if you were here. Like some people are, don't know who their parents are. Right. Uh, they were adopted or in foster care, et cetera. They can make some of the greatest leaders and what have you in our world. Right. I use as an example, Dave Thomas. Remember Dave Thomas from Wendy's? Okay. Now yeah. he was a very successful businessman. He, you know, he was one of the richest men in the world when he passed. He never knew who his parents were. Right. And he was, grew up in a bunch of foster homes. His story is just unbelievable. And that's why Wendy's is huge into the, uh, adoption program right because of how he lived but look what he turned out to be right so he had no call as to what why his mom left him or who his dad was he had nothing to do with any of that and i'm sure he suffered in some ways right and he talks about as a child how one of his foster fathers really ridiculed him because every time he get a job he get fired right now, he was only like a little kid like 10 or 11 right. and he his foster dad told him I guess I'm going to take care of you the rest right. of your life because right. every time you get a job, you get fired. And it offended him. Right. So he made up in his mind, I'm never getting fired again. Right. If I got to go to work early or stay late, I'm never getting fired again. And it was that, even though it was a negative, like what the dad said right. to him, he turned it into a positive. Right. And look at the success he enjoyed. Right. I think we can still do that. Yeah, I think we have too much time on our hands. I mean, they were talking about reparations in San Francisco, out in California. So I'm sure you read I, some of yeah, the articles. But that. one thing that, I was thinking about moving out there if they're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, go ahead. If they're giving you millions of dollars, <laughs> get out there, enough, Steve. I'll give me my check. Send me a postcard, dude. <laughs> but one thing that I, I saw was like they wanted an apology for something Ronald Reagan said. I didn't read what Ronald Reagan know. said, so I wasn't sure what it was. But I'm like... This is where society has too much time on our hands. Mm -hmm. When we have enough time to be going back years ago, let's say 40, 50 years ago, and we're worried about what Ronald Reagan said and we want an apology for it, mm -hmm. I'm saying we have too much time on our hands. Yeah. When we have, we can sit here and argue about, well, I don't know, is it offensive to say Mother's Day? Is it offensive to say Father's yeah. Day? You got too much time on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> you you need to get busy living, get a job, be productive. Stop worrying about like every little thing. Like no wonder we have anxiety. Mm, that's true. I mean, people are they're that's worried true. about every yeah. little thing that where we when we were growing up, we didn't have to think about, hey, are the bills going to get paid yeah. and we're going to worry about that kind of stuff and going through college and being productive and getting married and that kind of, that's what we were thinking about. I wasn't thinking about just myself or my, am I worried? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of your tests were scary. You just took the test. Like that was, that was like normal to us. Mm. Right. I remember one guy describing ADHD, you know, I've got this ADD stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, tell me what it looks like. So he described himself, you know, like, well, this is what it is. <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. I said, well, you just described every day of my life. <laughs> You know, I've gotten along just fine. You know, that's like, yeah, that, that sounds like me, man. My my brain jumps oh around boy. like, oh boy, you know what yeah, I mean? Me a squirrel too. branch to branch yeah. to branch to branch. My mind is, is how my brain works. I've never thought to diagnose it. I've never thought I've gotten a lot done yeah. with that jumpy around brain of mine. That's so, right. Right. Because I've been told that too. Like, oh, you must have ADHD. Maybe I do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I still Steve, function. Join the club. Seriously, I, right. told, I, I think all of us, according to the way it's diagnosed, have something. Right. All of us do. Right. But now 
the choice is on us. Right. Like, you, you know, it wasn't like you're not born a winner or a loser. Right. You're born a chooser. Right. I and I just, that. honest to God, believe Steve, that. Steve, what haven't, a great haven't, comment. Haven't bumped off one in a minute. So. That's right, exactly, like, man. Woo. And that's the truth. Cause we all born have. a winner or loser or born a chooser. Yeah, and we all have stories of maybe anxiety or other things. And, and if you need to get counseling, I'm not against that. that that's great. Right. Um, those type of things, follow through with it. But don't allow those maybe negative um, diagnoses or things that we're labeled with hinder us from yeah, what we're supposed right. to be doing or limit us right yes you're limited because you have this diagnosis yes. or things no we have to excel as much as we can yeah. and i do believe by the way i mean were people mentally ill in my day mm. yeah i mean there were there was a guy who used to come be a peeping tom on our property he was had so many duis he wore girl socks and stuff like that rode a bicycle because he wasn't allowed to drive a car anymore <laughs> he was on some dirt road where we were on he lived all by himself he had problems you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? so yeah i mean we definitely encountered people with problems i'm not saying that we didn't i mean that right. was part of life too when i was in college mowing a lawn somebody's coming spitting all over the place kicking me off the property they don't even own it you know somebody was homeless and things like that i mean yeah we we encountered that stuff sure right. nothing like today i mean every one of the brother just seems like you're talking mm-hmm. about anxiety well, okay well yeah people have been anxious anxiety has been a thing mm-hmm. jesus christ told his disciples to fear not right believe right. have faith so it says in philippians 4 6 do not be anxious about anything but in mm-hmm. everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made be made known to god mm-hmm. and that's a great verse because it says don't be anxious about anything Pray about it. Mm-hmm. And with Thanksgiving, appreciate what you have. That's right. That's right. Stop so, focusing on what you don't have. Yep. We focus on sometimes the wrong things. And sometimes we don't know how to focus on anything else. Right. And it may be the atmosphere because we are, you know, we have a tendency to to focus on whatever is going on in our environment. You might need to look to another environment. Right. Um, you know, focus. If let's say if you're with a group and all that they deal with is negativity, you need to deal with a group that's not negative. Like right. That, because that's how you're going to become. Right. Or where you're going. I always use as an illustration, if you're in Ashtabula and you're trying to get to Cleveland, but you're hanging out with a bunch of people who are trying to get to Erie. Right. They're two opposite directions. Right. You can't go to, in, you know, in reality, to uh, Cleveland through Erie. Yeah, you you're going to be influenced by the way, people you're around. Uh, way out of the way. So let's create that atmosphere. Right where things are positive and you look at things positive. I walked into the hospitals on visitation once for an elderly woman who attended our church. She'd had a knee replacement and I went to check on her leaving that room, walked by, you know, down the hall and I saw a family that I knew from town and I stopped in and the, the mom was in there. She's an elderly woman. She'd been diagnosed with um, cancer and it was at whatever level that there was nothing they could do. They'd given her just weeks to live. Right. She handled it with such grace. Like she said, well, Steve, this is it. And I thought like she mentioned, this is it. And I'm getting ready to get discharged, right. you know, come home or right. what? Cause she looked fine. Right. And then she explained to me, she'd been diagnosed with cancer. The doctor wanted to give her a certain time to leave, live. And she said, I'm going home to be with Jesus. And she handled it like I'm getting ready to graduate. Right. Or I'm ready to go off to college or some something that you look forward to. And right. I know we all can't always look at it like that and maybe feel that way about it. But I'm telling you that day, that time, that lady inspired me like you would not believe. Right. Because she's at the end. And even though we have we know that we believe in Christ, we follow Christ. Heaven's our reward. We're going to spend eternity in heaven. You know, the dying process <laughs> right. is not something we all look forward to. I don't. You know? No, I don't. It's I definitely a don't. scary thing because we've right. never died, right? right? But the way she handled it, and even though it's a 
could be a negative diagnosis. In her case, it was to her a just reward that she was waiting on. That's that's an interesting way to put it as a just reward. Yeah. You know, this is something that, hey, I've earned this. I've right. earned this trip to heaven. Yep. Not that you were in heaven. Don't Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't need to hear right. the letters. Bill said you're in your yes. way to heaven. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you've kind of like you've lived for the Lord, you're gonna go to heaven. And so she kind of looked at it as a positive mm-hmm. thing. And where I guess in our day, we didn't magnify being worried as much. We mm-hmm. didn't make it, oh, oh, you're worried. Oh, no. You know, it would just be, well, that's just, yeah, you were worried about it. You got through it. You went and took your tests. And, yeah, you were a little bit apprehensive about it. You prayed about it. You went and did the best you could, and that was it. I mean, it wasn't like a big deal to us. And I yeah. think today some of the things that really just weren't a big deal to us, we weren't making a big deal. And the more we make it a big deal, the more people freak out about it. Right. And the more they talk about it, the more you talk about it, the more you think about it. It's kind of like sitting around wondering all day, am I crazy? Am I crazy? Maybe I am crazy. This is stuff like I used to think. I'm not picking up people. I'm saying, you know, I used to wonder about that too. I'm like, are you going to go crazy someday? And I'm like, well, probably you thinking about it. Number one, it's not going to help. But number two, it probably means you're not. You know what I'm saying? Because if you are, you probably wouldn't be thinking about it. So let's put it to rest. And that was the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to sit here and think about this all day. That's right. You know, so <laughs> when, you're, when you're young, you think about a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? That's but. Right. And part of our thinking is part of our thinking is like you said, we have all of these things in front of us, right? Social media, television, et cetera, to remind us of these things that sometimes we shouldn't be thinking about. It's before us all the time. So you have to go out of your way, right? Not to let that overwhelm you or consume you. Think on the good things, the positive things, the, the hope we have in Christ Jesus and things of that nature. Right. And it'll change our behavior. Right. I agree. I think that like heartburning stress kind of mm. anxiety, like we all feel like sometimes that pain in our heart because, and I think social media brings that out sometimes. It, it can. Because yes. people say, well, I didn't get to go there or I didn't get invited to that or how come they didn't like my stuff or it just accentuates like where you're at. Like, well, how come they're not really, you know, follow me or, and it's just that kind of stuff. You got to stop thinking about that. Mm -hmm. I think some of these issues are what we dwell on, you know, where you, you, you're happy with your gold sneakers, man. Yeah. You got it for 20 bucks. You're happy about it. Mm -hmm. I'm happy with, with my life. My wife and I, we were talking about it the other day. If we, Jerry said, if I want a billion dollars, I wouldn't move. Mm. If I had a billion dollars, I still wouldn't move. I wouldn't leave where I live. I'm not going to say that. I still, yeah, I still say where I'm at. She, I probably would, but you see my house a mile away. <laughs> I'd still be I, there. Why don't be, if you do want to pay your bucks, invite me to your new house. I want to see it. No, I, but I understand what she's saying. She's happy. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're happy. She, we're getting ready. We have to trade her car, and we don't even really want to, but it's got so many miles on it. Like, we take trips. We're just wondering, like, how 192,000. Wow. So, and it's 10 years old. Mm. It still looks great. Like, we would just keep driving. Like, we just don't feel like mm. it's great. We still have to get another one, but it, we kind of hate it because, you know, I've had my truck nine years. The same thing. I just get a vehicle. I just hold on to it, and mm-hmm. I don't. You're happy, but if you're happy, you're happy. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. if, if you have with your stuff or whatever it is and you're just happy with it and you're yeah. thanking God for it, you're just thankful, man. Yeah. You're thankful to be alive. You're thankful yeah. for everything he does. To me, that's helps you to overcome that anxiety. I'm just grateful. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I live a life of gratitude, Yeah, right? And everything give thanks. And when we look at it, like you just mentioned, um, it may not change the stuff around us, right? but it'll change us. Change us. It'll change right. us. Because I can't, like, today's a nice day outside. Right. It's sunny and nice temperature. 
and there's days it's like, oh man, it's cold, windy. Right. You don't even feel like getting out of bed. Right. But you know what? I'm like, okay, so I can't go outside and do what I do outside. I can't right. mow the lawn. I can't walk, you know, Tannery Hill and those things that I like right. to do outside today. But I'm going to do something positive inside <clears throat> today. Right. That, you know, and knowing in spite of what it looks like outside, it's not going to be like that forever outside. Right, right. Even those days we get rain for four or five days in a row, it's right. going to end after a while. Right. The and sun's it's going to come It's out. your attitude. I just think it's your attitude and how you handle things. And you can obsess on all the negatives yeah. or you can appreciate the positives. Right. I think sometimes we just don't appreciate, you know, Mark and I had this conversation the other day, you know, sometimes even in marriage, you know, where one spouse will pick on somebody for, this little thing, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to pick on you. I'm going to get all upset because of this little thing and forgetting, look at everything they're doing to help you. Look at all the love they've shown to you. Look at all, mm -hmm. but we just can't get over yeah. something. It, I don't know. It's, you know, it's I, your attitude. I heard so. a pastor, a great pastor um, in Michigan was preaching and he said he and his wife went on a vacation to Hawaii and they're on the beach. Um, and there's a guy who appears to be homeless. You know, he's, he looks like he's homeless. He has a cart with a, like a blanket and what right. have you in it. And he comes over to a trash can that was close to them, rumbles through the trash, finds a Burger King bag, opens it up, and there was a half-eaten burger in it. <clears throat> now he takes the burger, a napkin that was in there, wiped the ketchup and stuff off of it, and there was some half-eaten French fries. He ate, the, he's going to eat the burger and the French fries, but before he ate it, he bowed his head and he prayed. <laughs> now he, at, for every visual thing that you can think of he appears to be homeless right he goes through the trash gets a burger king burger which may right. not be the best thing to eat anyway right. let right. alone in the trash half right. eaten wipes off the ketchup or what but before he ate it he gave thanks, thanks. right so that's he gave thanks and he said he felt like <laughs> what am i you know like right. the things you complain about right here's a guy who finds his dinner or lunch or whatever it is from the trash can. and it's half eaten. Right. And he thanks God before he eats it. Right. You know, maybe it's because he was in Hawaii. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I I'm thankful for all the time and I'm, yeah. I'm glad to be alive. My dad was not alive at my age. My grandfather's not alive at my age on my dad's side. Wow. I'm so alive and I'm just grateful. I could see my, my grandson and mm -hmm. play with him. I'm just, thankful you know i'm happy about these things i try not to let the other things sometimes i mean mark knows i mean sometimes things will get you down or sure. we'll talk or some things will get marked down too you know sometimes we do get discouraged i'm not saying we don't but you overcome mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you overcome it and you overcome it with prayer you overcome it. i'm really big you know god's just kind of been pointing that out you know you want power you want power on sunday morning you pray yeah you want power in life you pray i mean that mm -hmm. that's how it is so this is don't be guys you don't need you don't even need to worry all you need to do is come to me. I got it. Mm -hmm. I got this. Mm -hmm. I got this. It's okay. Just don't, don't worry about that stuff. You just yeah. come to me and pray. And I think if we had more people praying and come to God, you'd have a lot less oh, of the other problems, right? I, I was talking, um, telling the people at my the church the other day, I was, um, the Lord impressed upon me the other day and it said, ask me a question. When was the last time I let you down? Mm. Wow, man. Right. And I'm thinking like, cause you know, you get anxious or worried right. over certain issues and things. And um, that question just changed my attitude. Right. Oh, man. I tell you, you talking about a winner. You know I support a winner in sports, especially football. But the record, the track record that Jesus Christ has in our life 
is wow. unmatched. Yeah. It's amazing. Our worst day, you know, right. our failures, our own personal right. failures, shortcomings, and all that other stuff we can think of negatively about ourselves, he's right there. Right. He didn't say, I'm, that's it. I'm tired of you. I'm like, I have anything else to do with you. You are crazy. Right. <laughs> like, he stuck with us and right. still works with us right. and gives us grace and strength. Our worst days, we go to bed, you wake up the next day, and my goodness, I don't know how I managed to feel better, but you right. do. He keeps doing that. He sustains. Us. He sustains. Yes. Yeah. Like, man. There's a lot, there's a lot to this world. There's a lot to this yes. life. I just, I think sometimes, again, it just depends on what we're allowing ourselves to get caught up in. And a lot of times it's the petty things. Mm-hmm. Petty things can get magnified and look like big things. And we can stress about these things without realizing, no, that's just put the magnifying glass yeah. away. That's just a little thing. Right. Keep little things, little things. Focus on the main things. Main things is, hey, God's here. He's got yeah. you. Serve people. Love people. Do the right thing. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Right? That's right. That's what it is. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. Steve, I appreciate you being here too with us, man. It's always a pleasure. I hope you guys all have a great and a blessed week.